Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hello. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Hope everyone is having a good week. Yeah. Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife. Yeah, this is Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny. Um, and today's episode is a little bit um, different. Well, yeah. a well, very different. Well, different in the sense that we haven't, we've kind of tapped a little bit on it, but we're yeah. actually going deeper. Yeah. And so we just want to advice that if you're listening yes. to this episode with family members, children around, I would definitely say this is not the appropriate yes. message, but if you are... Let's keep this one to strictly adults. <laughs> yeah. If you are a young adult, um, if you are dating, if you are married, this is an episode for you, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's really important. As that, long as you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. It, we just want to no, make sure that yeah. you are advised to be aware sorry be aware there we go we just want you to be aware that this is a little bit of a deeper episode so yeah so this episode in particular is going to be solely about pornography yes we're going there the big porn yes 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 so danny actually saw recently a documentary that's Mm -hmm. on youtube so if you want to watch this afterwards Yes. Do you recommend well, it? <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm trying to find the words to say this, but the best way I can say it is for those of you who do not uh, struggle with pornography, uh, this is definitely something good to watch. Again, there's absolutely no nudity. I saw this on YouTube. Um, and I know that even YouTube sometimes has like explicit stuff. Um, but, this one does not have any nudity of any kind. Um, but obviously the context is strictly pornography. And it's uh, based on a couple of characters uh, that are young women. Um, and just, again, the porn industry, what their lives are in the porn industry, and you know the after effects of leaving the industry if they leave. Um, So for those of you who are not struggling with this, if that's something that you are interested in watching solely for the basis of uh, future references, um, for those of you who have kids um, or are thinking about kids, you know, this is definitely something interesting to watch and to learn. Uh, For those of you who do struggle with pornography, um, I would say pray on it um, and really ask the Holy Spirit, if this is something that you are okay to watch. Again, there's absolutely no nudity in it, but the enemy doesn't care about you and he will use absolutely anything to twist it and make it bad. So I would just, for those of you struggling, you know, you all know where you are currently in your lives with that area. And I do not want to find myself in a place where I encourage you or make you stumble off of something that I was not assuming that it would make you stumble. So 
take it with cautious, uh, pray on it, whatever, talk to your spouse. If you want to watch it with your spouse, that's even better. Both, you know, husbands and wives, whatever, boyfriends and girlfriends, you guys can definitely learn from this. Again, just for those of you struggling, just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you into something like this to see if, if it's okay for your heart to take. And if not, then don't worry. We'll talk about it here on the podcast. Yeah, and what's the name of the... It's called uh, Beyond Fantasy, I believe. Got it. Beyond Fantasy, yeah. Yeah, and it's actually um, by Exodus Dry... Exodus... Wow. Exodus Cry. And if you are in social media, I would say it's a great... You're, especially on Instagram, I would say it's a great... Um, it's a great account to follow because they are actually a a, a group of an, an organization that fights against pornography ending yeah. pornography ending anything that has to do with yeah just those exact yeah. you know within that vine line of, of like physical abuse sex and, and sexual yeah. abuse and all of that so yeah. um yeah i would say if you have a chance to watch it i didn't watch it but if i i, I <laughs> I guess I would say I can't say I recommend you to watch it, but <laughs> I I was watching it by myself. I mean, I was in the living room, so I was watching it by myself, and I was like, okay, I'm watching this. Jenny is at some point gonna walk in. She's gonna peek over my shoulder. <laughs> She's gonna, you know, all of a sudden see what I'm watching, and I'm gonna have to explain to her what's going on. So, in in that, like I said, in that in that. Um, and that circumstance is a bit interesting, but again, there's no nudity in that uh, video. I think it's like a 30-minute video or something like that. Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, you know, Danny has a past with pornography, and we believe here in Dear Husband, Dear Wife that our past does not define us and that we can take actions to help us move forward. And, you know, that's what our marriage and sex and podcast is about you know to be talking to be about these things and so we are gonna go there and mm-hmm. yeah so without due to a far let's just go ahead and let's get started yeah. so tell so. us a little bit about the what is it like tell us two or three things babe that you were able to take away on this episode. um i found it interesting how um in this video in particular there was i want to say maybe two characters uh that were interviewed at the most um, that were, I want to say one or two, definitely no more than two, um, where they actually came from Christian homes. This one girl in particular, I forget what her um, stage name was at the time. Um, she, uh, you know, grew up in a in a Christian home, went to church and all that stuff, and had a friend that um, asked her, like, hey, maybe you can, you know, she was looking into getting a job and, you know, and a, and a friend of her kind of told her, like, hey, you can do some modeling, you know, you're you're good looking, blah, blah, blah. And again, mind you, this was a friend of hers, not a stranger. Um, so she kind of went into it and, you know, she she started um, she started to get recognized. And then eventually somewhere along the way, someone in the porn industry reached out to her about, you know, her her looks and her, um, you know, attractiveness and all that stuff. And you know, kind of basically gave her the the platform of what that looks like. And this young lady uh, jumped on it. But uh, one thing that did catch my 
my attention was the like in the porn industry obviously it's all fantasy based it's you know none of it is real and it's very uh harmful to to women um but for this video in particular um their their second target was the concept of of um this whole like the fantasy of of like daughter and and dad the or daughter and stepdad so in the video this young lady who is you know at the time was a porn actress um she was i believe at i think like 21 22 years old but when she would put on the costumes that you know the producers and stuff would you know have lined up for her she instantly looked like she could have been 15 16 years old and so the porn industry uh in this video they there was like a you know they give you um pretty good information as to you know statistics of the porn industry what kind of genres people are looking into etc cetera, etc cetera. and one of them was this whole fantasy of you know basically getting it on with someone of a much younger age than what you would normally be attracted to and in, and mainly in particular would it was always this this ratio of much older men much older men and um and much younger women or i guess in the point in which i would say much younger girls but again mind you these are women of age but when you you know when they get dressed up when they put on the clothing and the and the you know skimpy skirts and the and the you know cleavage showing tops they all of a sudden you know portray a 15 16 year old girl depending on who the actress is and if they're capable of pulling off that kind of look and so it made me realize again it made me think how like according to the video the statistics was showing that that's the most viewed genre that a lot of people today are going into uh, porn sites and specifically targeting genres that include um, much much younger girls hmm. you know and obviously with that you know get into the whole you know what that does to you what that does to your brain what that does to relationships what that does to friendships etc cetera, etc cetera. it basically con- you know starts to distort um, what God created sex to be yeah. which is mainly for men and women that are married and it's supposed to be beautiful and respectful and not harmful or degrading but it just made me think a lot about like the people today like a lot of people in churches are struggling with pornography be be it pastors be it you know youth pastors basically people in in high positions yeah. That are struggling in pornography. It's and- interesting that you say that because the truth of the matter is this. It's we know um, I, I follow Exodus Christ. So one of the things that I remember seeing and, and probably it's part of this documentary, but one of the actual producers who produces porn videos basically explains the reason as to why men and even women are now attracted to watching these porn videos that create these fantasies of younger age women, right? Portrayed younger age women that, you know, the reason why they, why they 
watch them and why they continue to flourish and why they continue to do them, apparently, is because of money. Apparently, people are willing to pay money to just watch yeah. these fantasies of young, quote unquote, young mm-hmm. quits. And it's, yeah. it's, it's barely legal, let's be real, because it's technically illegal mm-hmm. to have sex with a minor. With a minor. But it's not illegal to watch someone have sex with someone who looks like a minor but is not. Exactly. Yet, so like you said, it does distort the mind mm-hmm. and it does mess it it does mess up with our way of thinking and even proceeding in our relationships. Yeah. You know, I I work we, we both work in education and Yes, and we work in a very, very, I'm a very secular school, like extremely secular school. And so, you know, gender neutral stuff, like Mm -hmm. all of that is (laughs) something very common. And we live in a city, right, where it's like, it's probably the birth of gender neutral and whatnot. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've heard psychologists and psychiatrists lately who are not believers who are you know talk about these pedophiles as of like they they we should not be using the word pedophile technically because it's it's hurtful it's a trauma etc but a part of me wonders and and i'm sorry if you're hearing this and if you have been either a victim of someone who has abused you when you were younger or if you've been the person who unfortunately caused the harm, I, I just want to be very mindful of what I'm about to say. And I'm very aware of this because I don't know who our listeners are. But the truth of the matter is this. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that we are creating a culture now where we're walking on eggshells to kind of excuse mm-hmm. men and women from their actions towards a minor. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I just got or, a little or fired just, up. <laughs> or, yeah, or just, I mean, just their actions in general, you know? Yeah. And all for the sake of money, because you have these producers who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. But the reason they continue to do them, again, it's because it's, it's bringing revenue. Yeah, I mean... And it's just so sad to say that people are actually willing to pay mm-hmm. to watch, to some extent, a fantasy of children pornography. Yeah, well, I mean, there's obvious, like, you know, it's interesting, like... It never made sense to me how in the U.S. it is illegal to obtain any kind of uh, paraphernalia in regard to child pornography. I mean, it's legal. No, it's illegal. It's illegal to have it. Yeah. Child pornography, whether it just be a video like digitally or physically, it's illegal for you to have it. But it's not illegal to have a ton of regular porn. Like hmm. if if the cops come into my house and they see a ton of posters of, you know, older women, you know, butt naked and I got freaking videos and DVDs and from the, the ceiling to the floor. I mean, to them, it's going to be nothing because it's regular pornography. But the second I have a poster of a kid, you know, in, in very provocative, you know, attire then all of a sudden I'm in trouble. Okay, so then, so tell me a little bit then about this a little bit more. Like, I want to unpack this a little bit more in the sense of like, what, why, you making that statement makes me, as you listen, as, I'm, as the listener, you're saying we should, and to some extent, have some repercussions for those individuals who go ahead 
and purchase pornography, even if it's a woman or a man having porn. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it it distorts. It causes unnatural behaviors, hmm. and if you think about it, it explains as to why today, as much as maybe this might offend some people or insult insult some people, it explains why today we live in a society where where we look at women hmm. the way like, that we do, like the way that we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just how it is, mm-hmm. you know. And pornography has a lot to do with that, you know. It's again. Like it just it 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 is what it is. We, we it's difficult for for anyone to see a woman just as a woman, or to you know if any guy has feelings for her, you know that they're not like just purely sexual. Again, I'm not I'm not bashing on the few that genuinely fall in love with someone and say, hey, you know what, this woman is beautiful. I don't care what she looks like physically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not bashing on that, but. 99.9% or whatever, 95% of men today, like, it's all about what we see, mm. you know, and we like what we see. And so pornography basically gives you that. Yeah. It gives you the images and it gives you those kinds of thoughts. I mean, for me in particular, having grown up in pornography since before I even hit puberty, and I hit puberty at 10, 11 years old. I was already watching porn by like seven, you know, I didn't know what it was. I never, I never in my life knew what I was looking at. I was a bit confused. And, you know, when I saw my first pornographical image, I was, I was worried because I didn't know what the heck I just saw. And, but it wasn't until I saw that first pornographical image that all of a sudden I started to look at women differently. Hmm. Because now I knew what I was looking at. Hmm. Now I thought to myself, oh, that's what they look like under their clothing. Wow. That's what they have under their clothing. Wow. And so, you know, growing up, if I was attracted to someone, my my feelings for the opposite sex was not, oh, I like her because she's just cute or, oh, oh, I like her because she's funny or whatever. No, I liked her because she has a big ass. Or I like her because she has big breasts Mm -hmm. or she has a cute smile or I like her because I wonder what I could do with her sexually. Mm. So those were my feelings. Those were my, you know, uh, attractions toward the opposite sex. And so pornography did that for me. And so growing up, again, any girl that I ever dated in the past was not because I actually had feelings, but it was mainly purely sexual. I wanted something out of that person sexually. I didn't care about feelings. I didn't care about emotions. I didn't care if, how the girl felt. I just wanted to get in and get out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 And it's interesting that you're saying that because um, I have some statistics, some statistics that I want to read. Statistics is a word that's difficult to say. <laughs> But even as we're talking about how people perceive porn, right? Like in yeah. a way that that's what we're talking about. This is from different resources, different um, sources, I mean. And so this is what it says. So this is on statistics on how people perceive porn. 90% of teens and 96% of young adults are either encouraging, accepting, or neutral when they talk about porn with their friends. How was it for you growing up 
talking about porn? Did you ever talk about porn with your friends? Did you ever, or what was it, especially like growing in church, like how was it for you? Uh, pornography was never a subject to talk about. Hmm. Never. I, I didn't grow up in any environment where, oh, let's openly talk about porn, whether it was in a, in it whether it was in a way where you do with friends or in a way of like trying to get help. It is interesting that you're saying that because right now statistics show that Gen Z is much more open to talking about porn than Oh yeah. Than I, millennials. I believe we're, we're millennials, I right? It. So but yeah, I think, you know, you even see it on Instagram or on I was reading this article that for a moment there, there was a bunch of videos on TikTok about women dressing themselves with braids and, you know, looking like younger girls and, and mm. trying to over-sexualize yeah. themselves as an innocent, young-looking woman or not even woman, young-looking girl, you know, to over-sexualize. And they were doing these videos on TikTok and, and whatnot to just kind of mm -hmm. celebrate sexualism at a very young age, right? Mm. Yeah. So I think... It's, it's obvious now that we are much more open, that our culture has shifted, and people are so open to talking about porn. And in fact, I remember, actually, it's interesting that you say no, because in my case, I remember being in a Christian college with a bunch of girls, and I lived with my girlfriends who actually spoke about porn. Mm. So in your case, you didn't talk about it, but mm. actually, in my case, my friends would talk about porn and how... Mm. They would watch porn. I never, you know, yeah. was one to watch porn, and I and I thank God for that. But I remember my girlfriends would talk about how they would watch porn together, sometimes even with their boyfriends. Um, just it's you very know, interesting. yeah, exactly. So I think you know, it, it, it's interesting that in your case, as a man, you weren't seeing that, but as a woman, we were talking more about it. And I remember, I remember watching like a video years ago about. Um, it was actually like a small interview of a of a woman who was in a relationship and how she was into pornography and so was her boyfriend, but for quite some time they were not aware of it. Like they each hadn't told each other that they were into pornography mm -hmm. until it kind of came out. And so they both came up with the idea of watching porn together, thinking that it was going to like spice up the relationship that it was going to make things better for them sexually, you know, relationship stuff. And in the, in the interview, um, this the woman that was in that relationship had um, mentioned that it basically destroyed her relationship. Wow. That what her and her boyfriend thought at the time was going to work did not do exactly what they had uh, hoped for. Wow. And so... She also, you know, she also mentioned, I remember in the video she was talking about how it basically destroyed their marriage. Like sexually, they were both just dried out. Like they had no feelings for each other sexually. Um, they felt like they basically overshot every possible sexual act that you can think of. Mm. And so the act of, of sex itself was no longer rewarding or appetizing to them wow well it's interesting that you're even saying that because everything i say is interesting <laughs> because there's this other statistic that i want to read that it says that teenagers and young adults between the ages of 13 and 24 believe that not recycling is worse 
than viewing pornography. So in other words, like, if you don't recycle, shame on you. But if you watch porn, eh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah, it I goes mean, to show you where our, unfortunately, where our values yes. are at. And I'm not saying that valuing our, our, the health of our earth and, and whatnot. I believe in recycling and, you know, global warming is real. But I, I wish yeah. we were paying yeah. as much attention as we do pay to composting There's, and recycling, yeah, yeah. carrying our own bags to, I mean, like, it, addressing it, the it pornography issue. There's signs on the streets that say, if I throw a piece of trash out, I'll get fined $1,000. But there's no signs that say, hey, no prostitution, stop selling your body for 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, there's no, like, the truth is, is that we live in a society that there are actual people that really take pleasure in having this stuff. And that's why it's made. That's why, you know, that's why you have people out here that are in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s. And they're probably thinking, dear God, like, how am I still breathing when life back then was much more simpler? You know, nobody knew about the bad things that you did. And you just if you wanted help, then you got help. And today, no, it's not like that. You walk around outside with your friends and you laugh and you carry loud conversations about all the pornography that you're watching while you probably have a young lady walking right behind you and you don't even yeah. realize it. And so that's just the world that we're in today. But it, 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 we are where we are because of the things that we have allowed in our lives and because of the things that we have allowed to expose ourselves into. So, you know, for again, for me, in my case, I didn't know what it was. You know, I saw a naked girl on a, you know, this was way before DVDs and smartphones and all that stuff. And so this was on a magazine. And that was it, you know, but that basically changed my entire perception. And it carved my mind into what a young woman's body looks like, mm. you know. And obviously, fast forward to today, you know, it's it's a hundred times much worse. You know, there's just too much access to this kind of stuff everywhere and anywhere but it um it definitely plays a role and so you know it's it's interesting and it it's unfortunately it's not surprising that a lot of people in churches are are you know dealing with this stuff because it's everywhere yeah i mean everywhere you look everything is sexualized you know look at the Carl's Jr. commercials where you have yeah. a, a, a attractive woman wearing a, you know... A, skimpy clothes. You know, skimpy clothes, showing a little bit of cleavage, taking a bite into a big, juicy burger. You know? Why, why do you have to have a woman that looks like that? You know? Because you obviously want to sell something. Yeah. You know? Well, it's what they say, sex sells. You yeah. Know? And that's Unfortunately, We live that's, in a society where... It's become the norm to mm -hmm. see those those billboards um, mm -hmm. or to yeah. see those commercials. Yeah, or that one insurance commercial. I forget what it was, but it was this guy that was in oh the my desert. gosh survival. No survival. Yeah, yeah. survival. Survival. Right? Yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, it was the same thing. Yeah, crazy. You know, crazy good-looking woman driving a Ferrari and you know picking up a guy. Yeah, you know, and she's wearing a skimpy outfit. I mean, again, it's. It's everywhere and it's on everything. Well, unfortunately, nowadays we have we understand and know that porn is accessible. Yeah. In a quick 
blink of an oh. eye through our phones, unfortunately. Everywhere. Like social media phones, is a iPads. great outlet to yeah. unfortunately have access to mm-hmm. yeah. sex. Um, what was that one that you deleted from your phone? Um, Indeed. Like right? Is it indeed? No, not no, not no, indeed. no. It was um, it was LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I was able to. Yeah, I found a crap ton of porn through LinkedIn. Yeah, so it's like you 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 realize that it's, it's like it's everywhere. I mean, and I know that through Instagram and through Twitter, you can find it. I mean, I sometimes see like the worst things, and I'm like, well, how is this? It's like quote unquote people call it soft porn, right? Where it's like twitter you know like yeah it's, it's it's interesting how you can watch these videos or these clips nowadays or even images or pictures of women dressed yeah. basically naked yeah. right and and so i just think yeah. n- now more than ever both women and men struggle with pornography so now more than ever it's having a phone it's like i find it interesting and almost a bit weird that women are that there are women that are drawn mm. to pornography because really? I don't. Yeah. Because I, I mean, pornography is solely based on the concept of practically degrading women. Well, so yeah, I find it interesting how there are women out there that actually enjoy watching pornography. Like I try to think about it. Like what if I was or whatever, what if there's like a kind of porn that basically is, is, is made up of, you know, bashing on men sexually and beating on them and degrading men. Like I would find myself very hard to get into that or to be into that. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I hear that some women struggle with pornography, it's interesting. Maybe they have a different perception. I I have no idea, but it's weird. Not weird, but it's just, well, um, even I I just, even right now, uh, a statistic that was recent in April was that three out of every 10 Pornhub customers were actually female. Wow. Again, it's surprising to me because I, you know, in my mind, pornography equals men. Hmm. Rarely ever women, but... Well, it's again, a new... Yeah, it's, 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 it's a new... Yeah, it's a new thing and, you know, a new generation. So it's it's obvious that everything in life is now leveling out for the playing field for both men and women. It's not just a guy thing anymore. It's not just a girl thing anymore. It's both men and women. Yes. And the number was, so in 2006, sorry, 2016 and 2017, the number was around 26% worldwide of women were watching pornography. By the end of 2021, it had increased by 9%. Wow. Yeah. The numbers are growing. So it's, I don't know, it's hard. I mean, it's, it. Again, it explains um, why why so many relationships are ruined, why a lot of friendships are, are you know, um, getting ruined as well. Um, there's just no sacredness to to the simple things of life anymore. Yeah. Well, it says, and I just want to make sure, because you were thinking of, like, what is it that they watch, right? It's probably the question that you're asking, right? Well, I mean, I assume they're watching the same thing that I remember seeing, but at the end of the day... Well, it says, uh, yeah, it says that women... So here, in other words, there's two types of porn that women search. Either they're searching porn to either please and learn tactics for them to actually be able to please... Mm. Their partners, okay. or you have the other one 
of lesbian-related pornography. Mm. Now we know that there's an increase of homosexuality in, you know, mm. our generation. Yeah. And so, like, you have young girls looking at porn on how to be able to be sexual with their quote-unquote lesbian partners, right? Wow. So it's like you are seeing that I was not now. Aware of that. Yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, it unfortunately that's common nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Again, you know, it's it's interesting that you have people today that can go into a relationship um not knowing anything about sex except for that it feels good. But feeling like you have to have a certain set of skills to stay in a relationship otherwise you don't you won't have a chance kind of thing and i mean it was again like going back to the video there was another um there was another young lady that was being interviewed in regard to you know pornography although she was not into pornography but her boyfriend was in the video um and she uh she was talking about how her boyfriend um had basically told her just openly that he was into pornography and that there were certain things that he wanted to try hmm. and one of them was was um was a pretty intense act um that involved finishing on her face and then punching her in the nose so that she bled, which wow. in the pornography world they call that a strawberry shortcake. Um, why I have no idea, but, um, I mean, just kind of for those of you men out there, picture yourselves, if you're in a relationship or if you're married, um, literally punching your girlfriend or your wife in the face and then as she bleeds and then finishing on her face and yeah. you find that very arousing. It's well, interesting because 93% of people who watch pornography actually are very violent in well, their sexual yeah. life. Cuz that's that's literally pornography. Like it's it's a it's a really really fast downward spiral to from you watching a man and a woman having sex to you watching a man full on beating a woman through the act of sex and the woman enjoys it. It's so sad. Like, it's a really fast spiral. Yeah, the aggression is real. Yeah. And that's, that's basic. I mean, that's, that's about 99.9% of pornography today. So sad. Like, there's not, there's, you know, there's nothing else besides that. You know, the interesting part is this for anyone who's listening who thinks, by the way, that like aggression is awesome and, and whatnot. Yeah. I, I just want to say this. Part no. of part of you know having sex is that both partners reach climax and enjoy and have an intimate moment, right? Mm. In pornography, it has shown it has it has been shown and statistics show that ninety seven percent of the time the men are aggressive, and then only eighteen percent of the time do women ever reach climax. So, yes. So we just you know so. It just goes to show you that pornography, unfortunately, doesn't please. No, it just the woman, especially the, the victims. Women yeah. tend to be a lot of a lot yeah. of the times. Women are the victims of yes. this aggression and this pain. Yeah. And again, I, I 
pornography is the only thing that I can think of that allows women to believe that this is how it's supposed to be. Which is so sad. And for some apparent reason, pornography is the reason why men think that this is what women want. And Which is not. And it's not, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Unfortunately, so many of the people who actually are in pornography videos are either high on marijuana or on ecstasy. Yeah. Because they I mean, need to numb themselves mm-hmm. from the pain and the violence that's happening to them. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's interesting. I think if we if we if everyone would have the opportunity to really see what really goes on in pornography. Um I I know for a fact that a lot of people would be surprised. Yeah. And I think pornography would be less attractive. What is so addicting, they say that it's the new drug. It's the most addicting thing. Oh, of course. Your brain immediately. Yeah. What was it? You were in a groupsman that said that it it wires you in the same category as... So scientifically, pornography, um, actually, by having watched it for so long, and let's say that you were to continue watching it, it's kind of like, the best way I can describe it is like you walking on the same pathway over and over like in a in a full grass field to the point where by walking it so often you eventually begin to to make a pathway yes a road yeah uh, you you start to build a road because you've been walking it every day every day every day yeah so that is what happens in your brain where your brain you start to literally build an actual pathway in your brain neurologically neurologically that says this is now a part of us. Wow. So what happens is, you know, your brain starts to remanufacture itself to include that pathway into your DNA. Wow. So much to the point where, let's say that this, you know, person A has gone 30, 40, 50 years just heavy in pornography and they have children, there is a 50% chance that when that child bumps into pornography, it'll be an even worse addiction on the child than it was ever on the main person. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, again, it's... And it's it, worse than a Coke addict, right? It's or, worse, like, yes. They've scientifically have wit- have actually taken images of the brain on someone who's a heavy cocaine addict and someone who's a porn addict, and it's exactly the same. Wow. If not worse, depending on how much pornography you view. Yeah. So, but, friends, I mean, we just want to share this with you. I mean, damn. I think this is a conversation that we're going to continue. We'll probably do our next yeah, episode you can't, on this you because can't we finish can't this just on end episode. on this. So this is part one of I don't know how many parts, yeah. but we just want to let you guys know that if you do need help um, overcoming pornography, I do want to give you some uh, pointers where you can look out to. It's the first and foremost – Talk to someone, like yeah. literally talk to someone to keep yeah. you accountable. There is a, an app that you can put on your phone called Covenant Eyes that really helps. Um, yeah. You do have to pay for it, um, unfortunately, but you know there it's it's worth it. I mean, if you're paying yeah. money on porn, then you might as well start paying for Covenant Eyes. Yeah, um, that's the honest. There's truth. also there's also ways where you know your spouse can be the one in control of putting parental controls, putting on your parental phone. controls on your phone, so that you don't have access to it. Yeah, you know, for me in particular, I don't have the App Store, nor do I have the Internet app. Yeah, so it just goes to show you that I have an iPhone that's you know. 
up to date, yet I don't have internet on it because the truth is, even though I don't, you know, I don't, I don't consider myself an addict anymore. That doesn't mean that that the enemy is gonna just all of a sudden respect that. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna come after me and he's gonna drag me back to where it came from, and there's no way in hell that I want to go back. Yeah. So. For sure. And you know, I would say, you know, social media, don't have it on your phone. Um, yeah. And he doesn't have it. I don't have any of that. Yeah. Kind. And I would say, honestly, yeah. just watch this, this yeah, again, documentary, yeah. mini series of documentary. It's actually really helpful. And you know, have, if you do have social media, yeah. follow Exodus Cry yeah. so that you can actually learn a little bit more on how pornography has affected everyone. Yeah. And again, guys, we're not here to judge. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I, you know, even though I don't consider myself an addict, again, it doesn't mean that the enemy is going to stop. So he's going to come at me in every way. And every day I have to remind myself that, you know, I need help always. And I have to be strong. And, yeah. you know, I, again, that's just something that I don't want to go back to. Yes. So, and last but not least, if you really want to talk to someone, Denny is here and you can email yeah. Denny. And Questions Jenny, or, or contact at dennyandjenny.com and yeah. you know he would be a great source to someone to navigate and lead you to certain talks about it yeah all right y'all well time has come yeah sorry guys we will see you on the other flip side and continue this conversation yes. for the next episode absolutely all right adios have a good week Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.